0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Natural Alex, and we are here with Super Dr. Dennis. Hello. And Ninja. I guess that makes Kevin the Ninja today. Ninja Dr. Kevin.
1: Ninja Junkie? That's
2: right. I'm a Ninja Junkie today. And
0: we are the Supernatural Junkies. We are here today with an exciting episode. So just a little bit of a trigger warning for anyone listening with small small children, easy for me to say, you may want to skip past minutes 515 to 615. After that point, everything else should be safe, but that subject may not be something you want young children to listen to or hear. Then we'll go from there.
1: All right. Lord God, we just want to ask you, Lord, to be with this, be on our lips, be with us during this episode, Lord. We pray for all those ears that are listening out there, Lord, that we would speak truth and your words would come through us. In Jesus'
2: name. So we just pray right now that the Holy Spirit would quicken everything that is inside of us so that we would know what's being said is something that would send an alarm, that we would be able to see (laughs) the cunning snake that we're all... (laughs) What are you laughing at
0: i was just i'm having a bad tummy day so i don't want the holy spirit to quicken that part in me because oh, i'll have to run goodness. to the bathroom get us some
1: rice get us some sorry. rice <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: sorry so let the holy spirit uh quicken us and not the intestinal spirits that's <laughs> what you. i hear you say <laughs> yes amen please. to that amen. so the title of this episode is called third eye blind and alex came up with it because she's very creative
0: what's the name of a band
2: It is, but it's also the name of this episode. And the point is, is that if you haven't had a chance to listen to our last couple episodes, specifically, we talked about patentable genetic markers that were placed in the forehead of everybody that took the vaccine. And so then the second one we did is called Satan's Second Forbidden Fruit. And really what we found out is, is that satan needs access to our bodies so that it goes to something called our forehead but your bible's word for forehead is aft the eyes what's behind your eyes dr dennis
1: your frontal lobe
2: that's right the frontal lobe does what your personality that's right it's really your mind it's your conscience mind Mm -hmm. your personality if your frontal lobe is damaged you know your loved ones would say that that you your identity is just gone.
1: Well, they used to do that, remember?
2: Lobotomies, one right? Yeah, frontal front of lobotomies. Yeah,
0: one, right. who f- one flew over the cuckoo's nest.
2: Yeah. yeah we're going to find out something else about Mr. Flew over the cuckoo nest in the next episode, but we don't want to <laughs> spoil that today. <laughs> so long story short, we found out that the reason they need access to our bodies is to open something in our foreheads. And really, occultically, everything that the occult world does is designed to open up a portal in your mind so that they can actually reach your mind. And this is really important as we start to move forward because Paul said that with his mind he follows Christ. And he talked about the depravity that we have that in our body, right? She's we still want to we want to follow sin. That's what we do. But with our mind, we follow Christ. And that's why we constantly have to renew our Mind. Mind. And so you start to see that there's so many. You guys are m- so good together. That's it's right. Like We're like duet. filling in blanks. We're like Albert <laughs> right?
1: and Costello That's over here. right.
0: Laurel and Hottie. <laughs> it's you guys.
1: Tearing it up today. Tearing but, it up today. Um,
0: it's the inversion, right? We talked about that. You know, we have, just should warn you, we recorded this episode, but it just turned out.
1: It blew up Yeah it was
0: not good We're ordering
2: a new computer too Oh yeah Yeah, And it wasn't because the
0: episode The episode was great But it was the audio That there were problems with Anyway so that's why But we talked about last time How this um, Everything that Satan does Is an inversion That's right? right Of everything christ has done and so when you talk about the holy spirit being inside of you right being sealed in your forehead the inversion would be what they want the demonic spirit inside of you right instead of the holy spirit you have the unholy spirit
2: that's right and so the other part of that is is that when you think about opening this third eye
0: (laughs) is that mean that for them you're sealed in your butt that would (laughs) explain a lot of alistair crowley's theories though
2: right Wait, where are you going with
0: that? Wait, no, wait. Oh, it just occurred to me. Well, did she
2: just segue to a new segue? She did.
0: I am sorry, because I was just thinking, I don't know why that just occurred to me. So if Alistair Crowley and Anton LaVey, LaVey. Mm-hmm. who um the founders of the Church of Satan, yes. right? And the Satanic Bible and a bunch of other craptastic yes. books. Okay, they, opened, they believe they opened portals in that house, I believe, in California. But they... Mm-hmm. Okay, so if the Holy Spirit you're sealing in your forehead I was like does that mean you're selling your bite um, but a lot of their rituals have to do with you know
1: you know anal stuff
0: yeah oh, oh yeah I wasn't, oh, yeah, aw- that's, I wasn't that's, aware of that oh so. a lot of the rituals it has it has to be you have to be penetrated there hmm sorry if that's too much well, i'm sorry I but I know this um, is a
1: family show but yeah i'm sorry she's just explaining what happened
0: but um also i do want to mention that anton Levey's last words just, what were they they were oh what do he say oh oh god oh god something's wrong something's very wrong something is very wrong folks those were his dying words Uh, because the
2: afterlife is not what he thought right
0: Right, exactly in that moment he realized as opposed to somebody like you know not that we're saying Steve Jobs is a great Christian I don't know much about him but um, he grew up Christian in his last words do you want to know what they were oh wow oh wow right much different coming from a believer to you know the founder of the church of Satan
2: well and anyway you know think about this how far would the church be ahead right now if we understood that satan's target has always been our mind not something in our forehead and you start <laughs> to realize yeah. right yeah you know yeah. i mean this is what i'm saying here and so you start to realize the revelation that we give in the COVID beast is that satan is after your mind yes. and the thing is is that he can change your mind because that's what technology is and that's why third eye blind well third eye blind Right? means that this is where God has sealed you mm-hmm. so you can't see into this realm the problem is is when you open this up and you can see into the third dimension right and people go on all these trips and I mean people yeah. are telling me this stuff all the time mm-hmm. I was under hypnosis we'll talk about that one but long story short is when you start to be able to see into that realm guess what else happens they can also begin to see Peek-a-boo. you
0: yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And can
1: they come in and possess you at that time? Is well, that I don't do? think that happens, but that's where... they
0: can get, You can be weakened yeah. to mm-hmm. the point to where... And that's the point when it's a demonic entity that they would like to weaken you to the point to where they could then take you over.
2: That's right. Uh, and it all starts with what? Enticement. Do you think oh, yeah. they're going to come out and say who they are? No. Right. Why would you go to a spiritual dimension that you have no ability to see, taste, touch, smell? Yourself. No way to know who is yeah. what? Why would you believe anything that anyone in that dimension told you? Unless one of those people came to earth and showed us who he really was, right? And that his name is Jesus Christ.
0: Wait, what's his name? i write that down.
2: <laughs> Better write it down. <laughs> Better pray it at night. You right. Know? Only, yeah. Only in his name can we drive back these spirits that want us and so this is the goal of all occultism is to open your third eye and again where is the most famous third eye in the world dr dennis it's on the back of your dollar bill that's right and you start to realize here that if you think about where where our enemy is really coming from you think about you you start to look at the new age movement in particular these people will tell you that they are channeling their mind is connected to some other entity and this this channeling that's happening these things identify themselves right as really mostly
1: aliens or
0: mm-hmm. well or children
1: or children or, or past spirits mm-hmm. right
0: and then they yeah, morph into something else that's I right. that
1: get into this sorcery and stuff you think that's why paul mentioned in romans uh, 12 1 and 2 he, he, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brothers, or I appeal to you. He was, he was begging them by the mercies of God to be, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, and what is good and acceptable and perfect. And so you start to see Mm -hmm. that this all starts with what?
2: Your body. Why? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you start to realize, can you desecrate the temple? Well, absolutely. The Bible is very clear that you can do that. So you start to realize here that if these things can see in, ultimately the goal of the Holy Spirit was to what? Sit on the throne of your heart. Mm-hmm. That's the part, you know, that makes sense to us. Vice versa, what does Satan want? It's the same thing. So you start to see here, we want to do this episode based upon what are the things that the occultic world is doing to open up our third eye. And of course, the first one we jump on is yoga, right? Right. People thinking, oh, you know, it seems harmless enough. It's a great stretch. It's it's just just stretching. It's just stretching. So this episode, we want to talk about supernatural junkies. We are going to have so many supernatural stories on this one. We've been saving some of these stories up. But the first Mm -hmm. one, this happened right in my office. I had a patient. Basically, he's a Catholic young man. We were talking about demonic possession. I don't even know how we got on that subject. He says he did not believe in that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then he told a story about how his brother, okay, was going to yoga, and one day tapped him this yoga instructor tapped him in his forehead they call that the shakti pot did i say that right baby
0: yes you did wow you did
2: he got that right the first time he I
0: did think. so ding, anyways ding,
2: ding. he he says his brother congratulations congratulations <laughs> so he says his brother okay called him on the way home and said it was like he was spiritually raped Thank right God. wow right now yep. didn't think much of this right they go on a pilgrimage back to their heritage in italy right so he gets over there and all of a sudden his brother's acting weird now he's acting ridiculous and what happens when you act ridiculous in, in italy you get put where in jail well they were threatening that and Everybody knows you don't want to end up in italy's oh jails. right so mm. they said, if you sit here... Is that,
0: is that true? I heard, always heard that about, you know, like the French prisons. It's, all,
2: it's basically all of them over there. You don't mm. want to go to jail. Mm. Long story short is he said he had to sit with his brother for two, three days in a room. And he says, that was not my brother. Wow. And then they get on what? The plane. They go home and he goes back to normal. So what was happening there? Well, number one, somebody opened up something in his forehead. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not just so that he could see out, but so that something could see in. And when he went home, what did he experience? He experienced a power and a principality. A principality is a local power. He maybe has heritage, maybe his own family heritage. Going back to where he had heritage gave this thing the right what? That maybe this thing had a history Mm -hmm. with his family Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. so this veil that separated right the veil was torn when the Holy Spirit right came into our lives that's what happened why why there is no separation God can literally walk and talk with us Mm -hmm. so you think about now this is the same thing that they want so something happened there and again you can start to see this is a compelling story about somebody again practicing yoga being tapped in the forehead and then seeing things that they've never seen before, and then something demonically possessing them when they take a trip back to their homeland. So mm-hmm. you start to see here, this is the stuff that's really happening in the world, and nobody's talking about it. It's, well, This is crazy.
0: Also, you know, we have to talk about yoga, you know, because a lot of people will be like, what's wrong with stretching? What's wrong with yoga? I love it, it's amazing. Um, and, you know, that's something that as a Christian, you have to come to grips with that on your own. Yoga, in and of itself was invented as a practice um, to be a form of worship to their little Gs, right? Their gods. That um, even in some of the poses are to recall a story of when those gods went to war with each other. And um, even the names of the poses, the asanas, are very specific to um, suggest uh, what complete obedience right right they're, and they're submission
2: they're 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 placements of submission yeah, yeah. if you think about shavasana
0: we talk- dead man pose yeah.
1: child's pose right. right
0: right
2: so you start to think remember that part of worship was just flat out kneeling or capitulating and so here you are practicing positions right, of bowing, submission and the, each yeah. one of these submission poses is a very mm-hmm. specific pose to a very specific god right giving deity. him your allegiance mm-hmm. that's what it actually
0: symbolizes and, and i get it you know i used to love me some hot yoga some bikram and I loved me some hot yoga. It was be 125 degrees in that room. But do they like,
1: get into all the spiritual stuff?
0: No, Bikram doesn't really um, Bikram. You know, because he wasn't about that. He was an athlete who got injured, and then mm-hmm. he developed. He says he ripped it off from his yogi, but he said he developed the program that um, to rehab himself so he could be an athlete again. So they, but a lot of that depends on the instructor, right? Because a lot of them mm-hmm. get really into it, and they'll do the chants, and they'll do the singing bowls, and they'll do the oils on you. And, um, and you
2: start to you see this is Eastern meditation. Is it Hindu
1: is, in the back, in background? It, is it, it can it, be. Hinduism? Yeah. Buddhism. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's largely Hinduism. It's Hinduism. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: from India, right? right? I mean, yep, so exactly. it's Hinduism. And so, it's pluralistic. And it's.
0: And I loved hot yoga. Don't get me wrong. I did it for years. And, um, But at this point, knowing what it all means now and having that knowledge base, I don't do it because... Um, you know, there's other ways to, to get a great stretch, but I don't want to offend my God, the Lord that's Jesus right. Christ, right? Um, I don't want to do anything that would offend him. And so that's what, you know, and I would just say that's something that you really, if you're doing that, you have to really think about that um, and uh, come to that decision, you know, for yourself. But that's not something I would want to take a chance with personally.
1: Well, it's another reason why we're doing this episode. Is yeah. Because we're trying to people, warn, know. warn people yes. about these
0: because And actually. the chanting, like, so some people just, you think you're going to be in that room and that chant is happening. You're like, just because I'm not participating. Right. But you're still, those those right. entities that you're opening yourself up to, they still see you. That's right. They can follow you. They can attach themselves to you. I don't right. know how much of the supernatural a lot of these people know about, but those, if those entities see you, they can attach to you. Well, you know, you, home. When you,
2: you mentioned the chanting part and that remembers one story You that, uh, I guess this was your nail tech that that you experienced and this particular person was somebody that was doing a lot of meditation and then chanting even. Yeah. It was her
0: roommate. And she started, she said that um at first she would just meditate for an hour or two. She goes, and then it got to the point to where she was meditating many hours or when she would leave for work, she would start and she'd come home and her roommate would still be meditating and chanting. And she asked her, What you know, what are you chanting? And she said, Oh, um, you know, she was sort of secretive about it and didn't want to tell her at first. And then one day she came home and her roommate was behaving very strange. And um, she said she doesn't know why, but she felt like there's something wrong here. There's something wrong with my roommate. And she went to um, talk to her, but the girl was in the bathroom and she had locked herself in the bathroom and she kept trying to get to her and she couldn't. But she said some, you know, she I don't know for her, you know, if it was the Holy Spirit, but something told her that her roommate was trying to kill herself. And so she she said she you know couldn't even open the door you know she had to sit there and try and try and run into it And she said finally you know they had to call the fire department in and they got the door and she was she had hung herself on the shower curtain she said you know she at some point she had tried to lift her up and try and pick her up she said but her friend's body was just like and these are you know that girl That was hanging herself Was very tiny So said she couldn't move her It was like lead Yeah she was it's like, like a
2: 110 pound person t-
0: Tops We're talking tops And um,
2: But you can't move her No she so said she was on, Like right? so
0: stiff Nobody could even move her um she said and she was like glassy and glazed over like she wasn't really understanding anything she said weeks later that woman had to stay in the hospital for weeks by the way when she finally could talk to her she didn't remember any of the events she didn't remember trying to kill herself but she was talking to her and she said well you were chanting all the time what were you chanting and her friend finally told her she said well in my meditation i met a god And he said he created the world and he created the mountains and he was coming to me every day and he gave me these chants to say over and over and over. And, um, you know, (laughs) she, she was like, I didn't, you know, she didn't know what they were up and, but that he had instructed her what to say. And just, she said she would do it for eight, nine hours a day. Um, and she doesn't remember even trying to kill herself. But to this day, that woman has to be very careful around anything that's, um, spiritual or supernatural she's like because then she feels things it. start to bother her yeah, yep. think, yeah and by things i mean entities
1: you just I mean got to th- think that you know folks jesus christ does not want you to commit suicide no okay no. No. god loves you the true god of the bible right. loves you and he is not wanting anyone to die that's right so that's right. you know if something is telling you that you got feelings and stuff that other people don't understand, please, please talk to somebody. Talk to someone who, who knows the Lord and, and get some help.
2: Well, you can see why this is so deceptive for people because people want to know that there's more to this life than what we see. We are craving the supernatural. So here they are having a supernatural experience and they just think, well, everything in the supernatural spiritual world must be awesome. And yet they don't realize that there's a reason why we're protected in our foreheads from this experience, from our minds. And you start to realize when we open ourselves up, we start to realize we don't know who these things are, what they are. We don't understand their motives. And you can see how enticing they are at first. They come in and they tell us things that, you know, seem awesome, right? Maybe even Mm -hmm. a little prophetic definitely a little supernatural you got to figure they have some knowledge that we don't have mm-hmm. right but all of a sudden she meets a god right right he says and he's then a god yeah he tells her what to say right yeah well our god has also done the same thing we have his word in our hands and what does he really want and so this is where we need to draw this distinction that we are all searching for heaven we all want to know that there's more to this life and that's why this is so enticing but this is where they don't understand there's a lot of people that may not believe in God, but you know who they don't believe in even more? Is Satan. Mm-hmm. Satan is the most underbelieved in basic principle that people don't understand. Until you really believe in evil. Um, I remember a guy. Uh,
1: it's kind of ironic. It is. Right?
0: It's crazy that
1: they... Because they complain they, that they don't believe in God because there's so much evil in the world, but they don't believe in Satan. That's exactly it. And so the point well, is... Everything
0: becomes God's fault.
2: Something happens, and what do we do? say? We say, you know, we take God's name in vain. We don't say,
0: Satan, damn. Because that would be well, actually say, accurate. Yeah, they
1: don't yell out Buddha's name, right? Right. Well, Always yelling Jesus's name, it's, right?
2: It's God's fault. I say, start, Bob,
0: damn it. Right. I don't and, say God.
2: You see what i'm saying that's so we start to see here that that's how Sorry, well <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how well satan's narrative really works is to mm-hmm. get people to blame god for what really what he did and so this is why we need to be careful when we start to open ourselves up
0: well think about those shows too even i mean sh- uh, we're clearly obsessed we're living in an age that we're obsessed with the supernatural because just go to look at the new releases there's I mean, how many horror movies? It used to be that horror movies only came out around Halloween. Now, I mean, there's you're inundated with it. And the show, Supernatural, even, I mean, I watched it, um, it got real weird and very much misinterpreted the Bible, if it even knew the Bible at all. But um, that was a reframing of, you know, the problem is God. Right, it's that subtle reframing of the problem. Really, is God? It's not Satan. It's not the devil. I mean, it's just God doing what He does, and He gets amusement out of you know moving His toys around. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's so important that that's what you know the how they frame it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it feels like we're living in a horror movie. Yeah. So
2: here we have the Bible commanding us right to meditate, but you're going to see that Christian meditation and Eastern Meditation are exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. Eastern Meditation is all about emptying yourself, even mindless repetitions of chants that you don't even know what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? But you start to think about what does the Bible tell us? Well, in Philippians 4.8 it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever your wife says i'm not whatever is admirable no
0: that's whatever your wife says
2: if anything is excellent and praiseworthy whatever your th- wife says think about those things so the point is when you think about scriptural meditation
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: about filling yourself
1: yes mm-hmm. it
2: is not about yes. emptying yourself so that something can finally show up on your little screen you remember those little devices mm-hmm. doc where you get the little well, it was like mine was red and it had two little buttons, you could just draw things. And then mm-hmm. we had the other one, etch a sketch. So you have to remain with a blank etch a sketch so that something can finally, you start to hallucinate something yeah. is finally coming through. Yeah. And you start to realize you're opening yourself up to something. And so this is where we kind of jump in and to show you some real examples. What are some of the top yoga people saying to people? What are they? What are they actually, you know, encouraging? What kind of experiences? What kind of, as we call, kundalini experiences? You know, you start to see this this opening of the third eye. So here is a guy by the name of um, his name is Leo, and um, this is a <laughs> mindfulness yoga master, and you'll see here that what he's talking about. And again, he has millions of followers. Millions.
0: Well, I, his I mean, it's his crazy. website
1: is actualized.org.
2: Yeah, yeah just, he's
0: so actualized. He is. Okay. And
2: you think about the opposite of thinking about excellent things. Uh, and, and ultimately <laughs> ends up in really what he admits is full-on demonic possession. So, but he doesn't
0: admit that. Actuali- like, That's just part of the Kundalini. That's just, it's just third eye-opening.
2: It's just your imagination that that happened. Third eye-opening, man. So tell us what he said, Alex. It's great. What can we expect here?
0: Right. Here is a direct quote from what he tells his followers they can expect once they open their third eye. Okay. Expect waves of insanity and madness. Expect depression and meaninglessness. Expect suicidal thoughts. Doing drugs, alcohol, expect nightmares. Expect weird dreams where you have sex with your mother, mother, killing people, or butchering your dog. You may start to behave like an animal and howl at the moon. You may experience paranormal phenomenon, past lives, seeing the future, out-of-body experience. See, See spirits, hear weird voices. See angels and demons standing in front of you. You may see gods, little g, giant insects experience entities aliens being abducted or probed you may experience a kundalini awakening feel as if you're losing your mind experience weird energy moving through you like you are being controlled by a puppet master almost like you are being demonically possessed um boo. well that
1: sounds it's exciting it's not
0: like you're being demonically possessed you are being demonically possessed i mean yeah. that's
2: the only way he can even explain what he's happening But this, mm. so
0: you might think like oh they just put a bunch of his thoughts together nope this was him saying this himself on YouTube that's right like all those things none of those were taken out of order or added in that's exactly the order he sat some in. things to make it faster right because it got crazy
2: it really does like and killing so you people start to think yeah exactly Weird. Is this America is America ready to butcher its dogs sleep with its mother butcher its babies exactly that sound
0: like in the Bible
2: right mm-hmm. you know experience this mm-hmm. are we being controlled by a puppet master? right with right. the
1: spirit of the
2: air right that's right so I have another friend of mine and uh, I've been reaching out to him he's been going through some difficult times and that's when most people are willing to finally have some conversations right Absolutely. and mm-hmm. so he basically he's seeking you know, he wants to know there's something more to this life than what he sees because mm-hmm. he's been very successful, rich, if you will, even right? Mm-hmm. And then loses everything. Who hasn't you know, who hasn't been through this at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy he goes to a hypnosis and of course what does he do? He gets induced in some way, and then he goes on some kind of trip and he tells you all about the things he saw and how he met this really interesting person. And of course I got to tell him some other stories of where that really ends up going. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that was your first trip. Mm. Right. Everybody knows yep. something. If you're a drug user, we know what a bad trip is. Mm. Right. And eventually that's where this is going to go. And so that's why this was this was just completely eye opening for him. He says there's no way to ex- express in words how amazing it was to be there.
0: Well, that first few experiences, even people that do, we'll get into the DMT stuff later, but even people that do that always say that those first few experiences are great. Um mm. But if you if you look up those later experiences, it gets real twisted real fast.
1: Yeah, I can imagine yeah. it. would. And also,
0: I just want to point out too, from this supernatural phenomena thing that they're talking about the kundalini spirit, um, the third eye awakening. That uh, <laughs> from, okay, so demonic possession um, feels a lot like the third eye opening. From what they say, like heat in the spine and maybe your head tingles or you get heat in your head, that's also how you know it um, from a paranormal researcher's point of view, if you ask them, that's also how you know a demon's trying to get into you because you'll feel heat in the base of your spine and you'll also feel maybe in your head, a headache or tingles in your head because it's trying to get in there. Um, and that's you can watch any paranormal show and see that that much is true they'll all tell you that and that's exactly how it feels when the kundalini spirit comes into you you feel heat and what is the
2: kundalini spirit
0: well it's the awakening of that third eye it's the introduction to that spiritual world he also comes
2: you. as what a snake Right, it's, Well, coils, it Kundalini, yeah, that spirit, that coiled serpent, serpent around your spine. And he oh, coils that, up your spine. That's not biblical. Right? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so you start to realize here that these are how all that, and this he serpent curls up your spine, but he ends up biting down where? On something inside your forehead, right? Now, people say that's the pineal gland, but we right. have to argue here that it could also be the frontal lobe of your brain because that is the portal that they want to open up. So when you think about you know, this opening of the third eye. Historically, this has always happened through shaman and witch doctors, right? In the Bible, this is the sin of witchcraft. And this is the word where we get the word pharmakeia. And of course, that's where we get the word pharmacy. So if you think about modern witchcraft, you should also be thinking about possibly something you could find at your pharmacy. And so we absolutely know these mind altering drugs do this, and so this is also what's behind this push to legalize drugs in this country. The number one drug that people try and start these kind of experiences in the spiritual realm always is marijuana. Now, it's mm-hmm. clearly not the best mm-hmm. one, but this is another thing that they will typically well, it's use, a gate,
0: right? Because it's a gateway drug.
2: That's right. But mm-hmm. it,
0: that is the drug that Satanists don't let their people. If you're going to be a Satanist, they don't want you using marijuana. Yeah, why is that? Because it's. Um, they're, you know, it's natural, right? They don't want anything that hasn't been altered chemically, right? It and is it's, a different experience. So for sure. it's, yeah. And so on some level, I mean, that's why it's used for pain relief. It's almost healing in some level because it's natural, right? So they'd rather have you use LSD or right. DMT or any of those things. That's
2: right. Now, here's a statistic. One out of six Americans is taking some kind of psychiatric drug. Now that is mostly antidepressants. 31.9 million Americans are on illicit drugs. Do you wonder what is happening to our country? Do you realize that drugs alone could explain why our country has lost its mind? Why we're losing our mind? Where basic truths, such as I am a man and she is a woman, mm-hmm. is something that's offensive to people. Oh, right? but they,
1: They've opened up the door. They really we're, have. We're at the point... You know, where everything that's happening in our society right now is, is pointing to, to judgment in Romans 1.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and then also this push is even happening in churches. There are churches, mm-hmm. they're legal DMT churches. They're popping up across the United States and Canada. And of course, they have this, they can show proof that part of their religion, tracing it back, is something that they used to experience this ayahuasca
0: tea. Ayahuasca
2: see i didn't get it right but that's it's why alex good. is so here. good
1: well she knows more stuff than i do i don't i'm, I'm listening to you guys you guys w- did more I studying thought, on this
0: i thought this was hiawatha <laughs> pocahontas, pocahontas. Hiawatha. yeah right i uh, know so this was hiawatha tea right right ayahuasca tea which is actually it has dmt in it i did exactly. it's the boiled bark with the, of um the tree with the dmt so it's Um, the ayahuasca teas together you know you remember um megan fox recently she said she does it in addition to drinking blood with her fiance for i don't know if they're married now ceremonial purposes you know not a lot just just a little drop here and there for ceremonial purposes um ew that's not normal and also so she said that he and she uh went into the forest and did like this whole um ayahuasca trip and that the shaman or whoever it was looked at her fiance and said well because of the trauma you've had in your past you require three times the amount people normally get and like people can die from taking this by the way um so she she and he both took it she said her trip her first trip it she went to hell so i mean like does this sound like something that you know what that seems super cool let's do that again
1: Never, right. and like, they're never. they're doing these experiments now with the DMT, right? Absolutely. I mean, that, uh, well, there's
2: there's been a lot. I mean, if you look oh. at the McKenna brothers took a trip around the world. This was embraced by a lot of scientists around the world. They did the whole thing on mind altering drugs and mm-hmm. talking about what they experienced. So right. we absolutely know that we can open up perceptions. Um, you know, one of these experiments with pineal gland and magnetism. You know, the guy stopped it and his, again, there's not a lot of research on this, but the story was he stopped it because he started to see things that he knew weren't there, or maybe they were there that he didn't want to know. Mm. So you start to see here that these mind-altering drugs, which is why we are seeing this Mm. push to legalize this. This is why, you know, so many doctors have literally stopped prescribing certain things because it costs so much money in malpractice just to you know, carry a, a, a license that will actually let you prescribe certain kind of things. So
0: what is microdosing? Do you guys know?
1: I don't. They, well, I heard microdosing is what they started with. They're doing it in, you know, in consultation with you know, under psychiatric <laughs> care and so forth. Well, what the research is showing is that they're not getting the effects from the microdosing. So they have to go with larger doses. It's mushrooms, these. right? Are well, they, they're, they're, using, micro-dosing? they're using psilocybin. Um, okay.
0: But people build up an immunity to that or a, a sort of, um, what do they call, well, not an immunity, but they build up resistance to it. and You have to take more and more and more each time, especially from what I understand from mushrooms.
1: Oh, we all, I, I've, listen, we have all done dumb things in, the, in our past. When I was 18 years old, I was at some party and someone made some tea. I didn't know it was mushroom tea. Oh, no. And when I drank it, and then we went for a walk in the park across the street, I saw trees dancing. It scared the living oh, wow. bejesus out of me. Hmm. I was like, "What? Is that where you that? got your
2: moves from, Doc? Well, uh, you know, I mean,
1: wh- how white men can't dance. My wife makes fun of me. I mean,
0: how long did that last for, that trip?
1: Oh, uh, probably at least an hour, and then wow. you start coming down off it. But, but it was they, just a tea? Yeah, well, they, they boiled... The, mm. the mushrooms and they made a tea out of it.
0: Yeah, I'm doing some research on it. Um, and I just so the mushrooms, because a lot of times people will microdose with the mushrooms. Um, I guess you build up a resistance to it very, very quickly, but it, you don't do that with DMT and ayahuasca. There's yes. no ability to build up a resistance to it. Really? So every time you take it, it's a trip.
1: That sounds like a bad trip.
0: Yeah. I mean, eventually it goes there. Anybody that's done it for a while, if you look up their stuff on YouTube, um, It it might have started good, but it always ends up going very tragic.
2: Well, and, you know, of all of us, you know, Alex has also been in a situation where she's seen entities, right? Mm -hmm. And then she also uh, had a chance to work at a very famous um, New Age bookstore in in the area she was living. And so, you know, she's got some experience in this area, um, you know, specifically about not talking to them and about but how real they really can be oh, yeah. and again a lot of it who knows you know your mom's vietnamese right mm-hmm. you don't know a lot about your dad and some of those things but your your grandparents Cherokee. were great christians
0: yeah, yeah. Right? oh yeah yeah we used to go fire and brimstone church yep. i love that pastor in alabama
2: so tell us about tell us a little bit about that what especially what you experienced when you started working at the bookstore
0: yeah so i started working at a kind of famous uh, metaphysical bookstore in Oh
2: that's a big word
0: shut up and like he cannot, it, doesn't he do this to me every time? Yeah, I could go to talk. It's so annoying. I, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm the monkey in the middle here. So. So. <laughs> anyway, uh,
0: yeah, in Detroit, and it's pretty well known. The owner's pretty well known. He's, um, uh, he's a, a world famous astrologer. He's a really great guy, you know. Um, but yeah, so I started working at this bookstore, and you know this. <laughs> the way they they do the hiring process is that um they have to do a read on you right the The owner has to do um a, sort of a, a a profile on you and is that and like figure.
2: astrologically
0: he or? does he does something but it wasn't astrology it was some other thing and then if you blended with everyone else and if you had like a gift or something which i didn't know at the time that's how you get the job there because i wasn't looking for a job but Um, you know, being young, I was very young and I was like, yeah, I could do with another job. Sure. Um, so I had two or three jobs at the time. So I was like, yeah, I can work here part time. So I started doing that and man, there were some crazy people that would come into there, but it was an experience. We had a lot of books on, um, all sorts of religions, Judaism, Christianity, um, Buddhism, Taoism, um, Zen, like just, uh, Rosicrucianism, just, and even like, um, alchemy, Right, just some really crazy stuff as well as like really deep psychology books, and and then of course there were magic books, and then there were tarot cards. There was and because, um, I, now I didn't ever see the books on Satanism. It was in a specific area that I just wouldn't walk into because I would always get really sick when I went by it, um, and get a really bad migraine. So I just wouldn't, and I wouldn't touch the tarot decks for the same reason. Every time I went near it, I would get a really bad headache. Uh, so. But there were books on, uh, I guess, Satanism, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the satanic Bible and uh, necromancy, right? I guess which is talking to the dead,
1: right? Right. It's like uh, being a medium, really,
0: or maybe a large. Kind of crazy. <laughs> no, uh, but I, I never looked at any of those books because they just weren't av- they weren't available to the general public. They were in a very small section and I never went in that section so cuz I didn't like it it was creepy as hell but um, so I started working there and um, weird things started to happen like I'll just say that and I wasn't really sure what they were cuz I wasn't I wasn't doing anything to um, try and encourage this to happen I wasn't meditating I wasn't trying to channel anything I wasn't uh, I wasn't even doing yoga at the time okay and um I remember that my then ex-husband, right? So the way that it started one day is I told him, I said, I think things are like following me or something. he's like, what do you mean? And I started to tell him some of my experiences. And of course he didn't have an an understanding of that either. So he was a little freaked out. Then one night he said to me, you've got to quit that place. And I said, why? Well, he was um, a firefighter and he's like, yeah. He goes, so this morning he goes, you know, you went to work and we had a Dalmatian, a very big Dalmatian. And he's like, and, um, he's like the dog I thought was still in the house. He goes, and I was trying to sleep cause he'd just gotten home from work and I had left for work. He's like, and he's like, and I felt the dog jump on the bed. He's like, you know, sitting on top of his feet and he goes, and he's like, I wanted to sleep. He's like, so I kicked the dog off the bed and he heard the dog hit the floor with a thud and then walk out and close the door, like with his tail or something. And then he got up and he's like, but then I realized, he goes, you had let the dog out when you left for work. He's like, that wasn't the dog, was it? Oh, and I go, uh, no, no, no. I actually did let the dog out for uh, when I went to work. And he, cause so it, I had been seeing actual, like they looked as real as you and I, like fully formed people. like. But I was like, I must be going crazy. I must, Something must be going wrong. But so one night, the worst experience was shortly before or after that. I can't remember exactly the order. But I'm sleeping. And the way that our bed was, was that it had a bookshelf behind me, but it had the cabinets that would open up like towards you so that you put the pillows up against it and there was no way to open it, right? If you were sleeping there, there just wasn't because the doors open up, you know, towards you. So, And um, <laughs> so I couldn't sleep because I have been having really weird experiences and hearing things and all sorts of weird stuff. And so I would leave the lights on. Because I just couldn't sleep and I was scared, so I, I think it was two or three in the morning. Um, my cat starts hissing and um, like growling, and of course I open my eyes and my blinds, which are just a few feet from me, is like somebody has a finger on them, running up and down the blinds, and you see them moving like somebody's just taking their finger going up and down, and the cat is freaking out, and the cat is like hairs all up, screeching, and I was like, oh my gosh! So I, I was like. <gasps> And then I hit my hand on one side of my pillow to go push myself up. And on that side of the pillow, on my right side was my Bible opened. Um, And then I'm like, I I didn't put it there. So now I'm really freaked out. So I did this same thing on the other side, like (gasps) trying to get up on that side. And on the other side was a crystal, an amethyst that had kept in salt, you know, to purify it, um, that was in a Ziploc baggie, but it was out of its Ziploc baggie on the pillow next to me on my left. And the only way to have gotten to either of those things, because they were in the bookshelf behind me as I was sleeping, was if you had moved me to get my Bible out and to get that crystal, you'd have to open up a Ziploc baggie that was inside of another one that had salt in it, that it was soaking in, like, what? Um, and then I, I, I was totally freaked out, but then I looked at the end of my bed and I saw three people standing there, three of them, two men and a woman. And I could make them out entirely what they were wearing, what they looked like, and they were just staring at me i I, I didn't know what to do I just I was terrified and I just started praying because I was scared. Somebody said if you if um that happens and they scare you, ask them to leave and tell them, "I don't want to see you." Um, so it was shortly after that <laughs>
1: well, if you just you can just tell them that you can just say, "I don't want to see you and they leave
0: I, If you use God's name. Well, if you use you, jesus exactly, yeah if you use exactly. god's name they will yeah so that's my other experience if you use god's name they will leave those things will leave you alone and um so then they were gone in. but i was freaked out I, I had a hard time sleeping for i mean a long time after that and um i had told people i, I told my boss and he he told me he's like you he's like for whatever reason He's like, the veil is thinner for you. He's like, so you need to be very careful because you are so close to that side and being able to see and hear. He's like, that you run the risk of being possessed. He goes, and it's really important that you don't engage with these things. He's yeah. like, because you're just a little too close. And I, that terrified me. And I quit. Um, and that's why I quit <laughs> because I, <laughs> I don't was like, blame you. <laughs> I was like, something followed me home and I don't want it here. And I mean, I had grown up Christian, but I was, you know, Catholic. So those the weird spiritual line was like very blurry um so but i did believe in god and i would tell when those things and it's not like they stopped instantly it took a long time for me to stop hearing and seeing it took a lot of prayer and it took a lot of me like constantly soaking in worship to um so
2: you actually had to make sure block i had to block them Mm -hmm. so this is key guys you couldn't just sit around and do nothing no. and empty yourself. No. If no. you no. emptied no. yourself That would have been terrifying they came right back. So no. what did you have to do to get rid of them? You had to fill Yeah,
0: yourself I had to fill I did. And yeah. to meditate constantly. On. Like That's right. I, I walked like I lived with headphones in, listening to worship music, because it was the only thing that would drown out
1: Absolutely whatever
0: it was. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, like I did that. It took so and I would I had to tell them at some point, I will never hear you. I will never hear you. Alice, I only hear God.
1: probably somebody out there right now listening to this who's gone through some of this stuff. What would you say to them?
0: I Pray. Just pray and ask God to take those things. Ask Jesus... I, it, you know what I tell my boys because I've had those experiences and, d- and felt helpless and I don't want them to feel like that it's like if those things come to you and you don't know what to do you even if the only thing you remember you don't remember a prayer you if you remember a worship song sing that song because they hate the sound of worship and the, if they are evil they cannot worship the Lord with you and they will leave and yeah. um, I, so that's what I would tell you if they can stand the worship then you might be seeing something that you know, it, I don't know, meant for you to see, but um, just, but even if all you can say is Jesus, 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 yeah. you say that over and over and over, and you look him in the eye, and don't talk to them, but say Jesus, and they will leave. I promise you, yeah. they cannot stand because there is power in the name. That's yeah, right, absolutely. And that's, that is that's what I had to do. That's yeah. the only way I could get them to leave me alone. But it took a re- and so, you know, when people make like, oh, it's instant, they leave. I'd love to tell you that was the case. No, I it, would imagine they the, Those they things were. are strong too. Yeah. And yep. the more the, the stronger you well, are. That's why you you have are. To use the
1: Lord's name. You that's right. You know when uh, what was it uh, when Gabriel was was the, uh, fighting with the devil over the body of Moses? The Bible says right. It says that i rebuke you in the name of jesus that's right and i know
0: i'll often use lord rebuke your watcher and i can feel like if there's something around it instantly lifts like if you just remember lord rebuke your watcher and you know say it with strength because you have that power he gave you that power use it Mm -hmm. and um they'll leave trust me you'll feel it lift everything will lift and that's when you know they're gone but it took a long time and it was really scary and you're not alone you're not crazy you're not alone
1: folks that's why why again the apostle paul warned us and 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 he begged us he said in ephesians chapter six he said finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of god that you be able to stand against the wiles of the devil for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers against rulers of darkness of this age and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places, therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand.
0: Amen. We
2: are called to make a stand. And you know, growing. You know, as our boys have grown up, you know, they've been able to hear some of these stories. And you know, ah. it's funny because um, you know she would really tell them, you know, exactly what to say. You know, if you have a bad dream, yeah. mm-hmm. you don't have to put up with that. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. remember when we started praying, <laughs> and it is a funny thing in our family. We yeah. just say, we, we "Pray, Lord, give us good dreams, not bad dreams." Amen. Nice, good dreams. Yeah, because <laughs> so, that's often a, how it starts, yeah, like those so, nightmares. Yeah we, yeah, we 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 experience some relief, yeah. you know, yeah. with that. And so we're we're encouraging you to talk to God about your dream life, even if if you're having plagues in this area. But tell us the story of.
0: Oh yeah my, my, he's was five at the time he's yeah. so cute so my niece was spending the night and she's like the next day she's like yeah uh, she goes I don't know how to tell you this but like in the middle of the night Weston like sat straight up and said I rebuke you in the name of Jesus you will leave this place you are not welcome here in the name of my father the Lord Jesus Christ get out and then she's like he instantly passed right back out <laughs> like she's like and then he fell back in his bed and just fell asleep she's like It was so weird. What were you doing?
1: That is awesome. Because,
0: you know, having been a child that might have experienced, I'm just saying I did, Mm -hmm. and not having any knowledge or nobody ever told me that you have power here. You can use that power as a Christian. Um, So I would just, you know, and with all these spooky things around, I'm telling you, kids that watch scary movies. So the reason... Okay, I had weird stuff, but not like I had when I was at that bookstore. And you know why that is? Because those entities saw me and they knew. They knew because they can read the supernatural in you before you can read it because they're that's them. That's their side. And so, but that's why they followed me. That's why they saw me. And when I pulled myself out of that life, they stopped. So if you're messing with that stuff and those things are coming to you, Get out, because it's only gonna get worse. They're, they're, because if you can already have experiences like that, and if they know, they're gonna do anything it takes to get your attention. Get yourself out of it, get yourself away from it. Soak in the words, soak in the worship music until it goes away.
2: Well, and you mentioned horror shows, right? I mean, oh, yeah, they're we everywhere. Have more horror shows being produced than practically mm-hmm. anything else. And what are we really doing there? Well, we're, we're enjoying right. evil. Right. We're enjoying evil being done to people. And a lot of times we're seeing people tortured in ways that are unimaginable. And And yet people are being entertained by this. And I'm telling you, you start to add the video games to this, right? Yeah. You start oh. to add in the pornography. You start to add in all these things. And the reality is, is that there is a battle for the mind and hearts of humanity.
1: Absolutely. And th-
2: this reality is a spiritual battle. And we experience it in our bodies, of course, right? But we also experience it in our mind. And this is why Jesus, uh, Paul said again in Philippians 2, 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Jesus Christ. And so you think about the mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so clear that the Bible says that he endured the cross, right? Why did he do that? For the joy that was set before him. Jesus was thinking about, the joy he would have for eternity Mm -hmm. with all of his children. And this is what's so powerful for us that we have to enjoy that mind for Christ that he is thinking about the positive thing. And what is that? He is thinking about love and faith and forgiveness, right, and faithfulness and justice. That's what Jesus is thinking about. Mm -hmm. That's what's in his mind. And that's what carried him through to the cross. And this is also what will help us. It is love that Mm -hmm. gathers all of our We have all these different gifts, all the different, you know, you know, things that we have in our minds are so different. So our callings are so different, but love is what gathers us together as Christ. The, the in mind that we have, the mind of Christ, it's really a mind of love. That mindset of love, and that love will drive out what fear. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: we did you not even have
2: a spirit exist. of
0: fear. Right, they can't exist in the same place. That's right. The and frequency of fear right. is and, and what about pushed out joy, by love? praise? Yep. Like yeah. you were saying,
2: you were constantly listening to Christian music Mm. you're praising God they can't stand the presence of that
1: oh gosh if you can even go back and listen to a rock song from the 70s or the 80s and you're like oh my gosh these are all portals of entry Mm. you know you know notice he didn't say
2: 80s because those are all great
0: yeah. <laughs> Is
1: that when you had your white outfit doc? <laughs> <No,
0: no>. Z Cavarici <laughs> pants.
1: And then my parachute pants. <laughs> Mike never <Capizios>. had those. <laughs> never thought those looked good. Z Cavarici?
0: <laughs> oh my no, gosh. Powers, I, I used to work at Merry Go Round. We used mm. to sell some and they were like a hundred dollars a pair, man.
1: Oh, it's crazy. But <laughs> but you think about Cheat it then so. they were right. No. Think about it i mean you think about all the all the things that that can easily just subtly just enter
0: well you i mean look around us the look at all i mean is it every piece of jewelry that they make the evil eye jewelry right right i mean or um the namaste symbol on everything Mm. on Mm. t-shirts it's everywhere those symbols have meaning well
2: we we haven't talked about talisman right which are objects that seem to also carry some type Spiritual of entity power. with them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is something that the Bible does talk about, um, a specific passage that mentions magic bands and that these mm-hmm. magic bands are something that God is against because they're used to capture souls. And so this is a part of the Bible that it talks about that. So, you know, we have seen that. I know, Alex, when you went to the the guy who like to collect the... Um, the Civil War memorabilia. Oh, yeah. right. Yes. And, and he was having some issues with some some entities and some torment. And then I know you went back a couple of times, but the, the yeah. last time was when you made him get rid of some stuff.
0: Yes, because we could feel weird stuff going on in it, inside of it that was affecting him, right. obviously, and, and making him sick. Yeah. And, um, and these things were tormenting him. At, at first, he said they used to just hide things. Um, just kind of like
2: mischievous, kind of yeah, like that Loki god, probably.
0: Right, exactly. And then, then it got weirder, and then they would come to him full bodies or full face and um, say they were going to kill people he loved. I mean, it got really twisted, and we had to go there. And um, he had all this uh, real, actual bullets from World War II helmets, things that held pain and suffering. war is not a creation of god by the way um it's you know it was a creation the the tools of war the game of war was taught by the fallen angels and so these are things that hold pain hold suffering and who loves pain and suffering well it's not our god
2: absolutely And the other thing is, remember how you said certain parts of that bookstore really bothered you, you couldn't go back there? This was the same thing that happened here. You went into this one room, and all
0: of a sudden, I mean, I'm very sensitive to that. Yeah. Certain things I touch, if it has something bad attached to it, it literally will make me sick, feel sick. Um, And, you know, I do watch those paranormal shows simply i mean now that i have power i don't view them the same they're not scary to me in my mind i think i wish they had a christian that would come up and really get rid of those things you know to me right. i look at it as yeah. like an experience yeah. of like man if you had a really a strong christian go in there and just point to him and be like you will leave you know in the name was of jesus guy, christ
1: was that guy that you, you're talking about was he like the uh the old man in in the shooter when uh, <laughs> mark Wahlberg will tell me hey gunny remember they, uh-uh. did not see that movie <laughs> uh-uh. oh. no <laughs> no no but um you said where do wars come from james chapter four said war where do wars and fights come from among you do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members you lust and do not have you murder and covet and cannot obtain you fight in war yet you do not have because you do not ask And you ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your own pleasures. Mm. So and you can see here, you know, the the message here of third
2: eye blind Mm. is to stay third eye blind. You do not want to open up anything in your life. Okay? You're talking about hypnosis. We're talking about any kind of drug use. We are talking about yoga. We are talking about people in your life right we were talking about hip um anything that can can come between you and god even a talisman can come into play here
0: right so you know third eye blind that's also where you're sealed right right that's exactly where you want to keep you sealed. that's why you're sealed probably right because that's not for you to see it's not for you to that's not your world right, right? um it's not a coincidence that that's also where the vmat 2 gene is that's right right your your mystical beliefs your spiritual beliefs Mm -hmm. um your personality right uh that's also what we talked about last time was that we're going to
2: go there on our next episode alex is stealing thunder thunder again well
0: well, we we were talking about the third eye so i want to talk that's where this that's where you're sealed i'm just kidding that's why i
1: mean folks just meditate on the psalms david has a lot of verses in there about meditation cousin david and filling yourself and songs i mean flat out songs you know yeah. so yes. you start to
2: realize mm-hmm. you know uh you know we've mentioned this before but a, a good friend of mine uh, spiritual mentor pastor gary Payne, says you know every day he prays that you know every day without you <laughs> oh, i sorry. am nothing mm-hmm. yeah but with christ i can do everything yeah. And then what What does he ask for? He says, restore to me the joy of my salvation.
1: Sounds and, and you start
2: to think about yeah. this, and you mm-hmm. st- that's what we need. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. we get weary here, too. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're out there like you are, and we see this stuff. We are not ignoring anything, let me tell you. And there are times where we just have to say, you know what? There is a checkmate that God has, and his name is Jesus Christ. And one day that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So no matter what happens in this life, God has got us. Right. but we also should we need to remember that the joy of the Lord is our strength and that this joy of worship right enter into his gates with what Thanksgiving yes. his courts where with praise. praise let me tell you you enter the mm-hmm. gates of pray, uh, heaven with thankfulness there's no demon following you mm-hmm. right and you need to remember who you are you need to remember whose you are right and you start to think about this is why we don't mess with this stuff. Mm -hmm. you know and I believe that God will reach out to you right now and tell you exactly some things that in your life that you need to let go of there are some portals that you're opening up there's some things that you're letting into your life how do I know that well because I struggle too folks I mean I'm just going to be honest this is this Mm -hmm. is the way that life is Mm -hmm. we're human and so don't don't I'm I'm not saying don't be convicted about those things, but understand that this is something that God has got her back here too. So this is also something that when you start to deal with your family and friends, Mm -hmm. you start to ask yourself, what is really going on here?
0: I want to correct that Anton LeBay quote. His actual quote, I I misremembered the first part, was, what have I done? Something is very wrong. Something is very wrong. Something is very wrong. It was. It wasn't just that. He admitted, what have I done?
1: So he was seeing the other side at that yeah. point. Dying. Well, yeah. that's those were his last words. Interesting you bring that up. We were watching, uh, we didn't finish it, but we started watching a documentary from um, Lee Strobel, uh, Case for Heaven.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah.
1: And in that, that, he has one guy who, they're talking about near-death experiences, and one guy that died and went to hell. Mm-hmm. And they dragged him off. They walked him down this dark alley and so forth. And then they got him down there. And then they mutilated him. And he's lying there, half dead, or you know, but what he described, it torn apart. And he just said he felt this little voice say, "Pray to Jesus. Pray to Jesus." He's like, "I don't. I haven't prayed to Jesus since I'm a kid." And he just started praying to Jesus. Said, "Lord, save me!" And all of a sudden, this, the Lord came and saved him and picked him up and embraced him Mm. and he was 38 years old and he was very worldly and very rich and so forth he dropped everything and became a pastor what an amazing story i was just amazed
0: that is amazing
2: so this is it stay third eye blind folks we absolutely need to remember that the seal in our forehead is important to maintain and the way we maintain that is to be what abide in christ he is the vine we are the branches and as we abide in him my peace give i unto you right not as the world gives you can have peace because the holy spirit has sealed you sealed you until the day that jesus christ returns so god bless each one of you and we're going to have a great episode next week we're going to talk about how technology is absolutely trying to open up and control Uh, our minds. This is all about our minds. Amen. God bless you. In the world.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Alex. And Dr. Dennis is going to tell you all the science behind what I'm about to tell you. And Kevin might be able to, too. I'm not. I'm just going to tell you my own personal experience with using ProTandem. So, My hair, because of my thyroid, has not grown in years. But I thought, you know, I'm just going to get serious about taking ProTandem, the Trisynegizer, all three, and see how it goes for a few weeks. And my hair growth was noticeable, not just to me, but to Kevin, and also to uh, one of my beauty gurus. She noticed that my hair is growing back stronger, and it's growing back faster. My hair hasn't grown in years. I mean, as a woman, That's not what you want, right? So I'm so happy to have my hair growing again. I'm not making this up. I wouldn't tell you something that I didn't really believe in and I believe in this. Also, I have a great story about my dog. Kevin ran over our dog, broke his hip, poor baby. I had to throw him under the bus here. And um, that dog, because of that, has some osteoarthritis in that hip. And every now and then, it's noticeable. He'll start limping and not stepping on that leg. And I thought, you know what? I have some Pet Tandem in the cabinet. Let me just try giving it to him because I'd had it for a little bit and didn't give it to him. So I gave him, um, according to his weight, two of the Pro Tandem tablets. And the next day, normally he'd be like that for a week or two, you know, even with some other supplements. But the next day after taking the Pro Tandem, he's been using that leg and he has not been doing that since. It's kind of amazing. So I highly recommend it. And we'll have a link for it in case you want to check it out for yourself on the show notes. Thanks, you guys. So
2: last thing, I have come out with the uh, COVID, how to talk about COVID in the pulpit series. And they're going to be posted, of course, on Rumble because it's one of the only places we can. It's also going to be posted on the Supernatural Junkies website, and you should be able to start to pull those up now. We'll be going through a lot of this prophetic stuff. This is something that we will give you our notes to. We will give you our, really our, even our, um, what's it called, PowerPoint presentation on this And so we put together these videos because we can't travel around the world. We can't do all this stuff. We all have jobs just like you and family and friends and businesses we're trying to run. But this is how we're trying to help you help the world. And this is a new way that you can show this to family and friends to let them know that their Bibles are happening. May God bless you.
0: Amen.